The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of New Zealand, Japan, and Sweden, and in the states of California, New York, and Nevada. Welcome, and thank you all for your continuing support, because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. My May column in Dallas Yoga Magazine is now available in print and on the web. As Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, I'm answering your questions in my Ask Dr. Paula monthly column. Please click on the Ask Dr. Paula email link on this page to send me your questions. I'll answer them on the air or in the magazine. Just go to Dallas Yoga magazine.com to read my May column, Guilt Destroys Your Joy, and for all my previous columns. As always, please let me know what you think. I love hearing what's on your heart and mind. And now your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today, allow yourself to feel. Robert Frost said the only way around it is through it. 
When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain, then let it go. Crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, rent a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. Or as our guest today will discuss, you can write the story you need to tell. This has been a powerful tool for my own healing. And I have shared many of my personal stories and poems with you. I will share another one today. In addition, my weekly silver lining stories are also my way of writing to heal. Writing the stories we need to tell helps us release fear. My next workshop is learning to think and live without fear. Yes, you heard me right, learning to think and live without fear. This is true because where there is love, there can be no fear. Some people like to make a distinction between rational and irrational fear. The truth is that when you know deep inside yourself that you are loved, you know that Every experience in your life is based in love. We are here on this earth to grow in love, wisdom, and knowledge. As you learn to see everything with the eyes of love, you automatically let go of fear. This is the experience of the fourth dimension. Third dimension earth is based in learning through fear. We are in the process of shifting into a new awareness, a new consciousness, the consciousness that you are loved and we are all loved. I spend the first three minutes of every morning saying these words over and over in my head. You are loved. All is loved. And I say them to you at the end of every show. The more you hear, you are loved all is loved, the more it will feel normal to you and begin become your new reality. In my hands-on workshop, you will take charge of your thoughts, replace fear, stress, and worry with love, joy, and peace, and master techniques to use on your own. You will become part of the shift into the fourth dimension of love. We will be at the Dallas Meditation Center June 17th at 2 p.m. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area, like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, Overcoming Abuse, or creativity is self-expression choosing to be positive choosing to think see feel and act in new and healthier ways as the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit we all have choices but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are this show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts emotions and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel Feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Sandra Marinella, who will talk with us about writing our personal stories to heal, grow, and transform our lives. 
Last week's show with Dr. Velvet Womack on asking the right questions was fascinating as she said to me, you're so good at this. The first part of your show set the stage beautifully for what I had to share. And our conversation evolved in a natural way so that everyone who listens now or in the future gets exactly what they need. Dr. Velvet captured perfectly what my intentions are. I don't follow a prescribed set of interview questions. Instead, I let the conversation flow and listen for the direction that spirit leads us. That way, I know that my listeners are getting the information that they need. I love that Velvet and my other guests understand this and appreciate and enjoy the process. I also got this feedback from a listener. That was a great, great show. I especially like it when you laugh during the show. Well, that makes two of us. Thank you. Velvet shared wonderful information on how thoughts hidden in the unconscious can cause problems in our lives from financial difficulties to allergies to self-confidence and more. For instance, if your mother criticized you often while you were drinking milk, you could develop a milk allergy because of the unconscious connection that linked milk with being criticized. As we identify these hidden blocks, we can change our thoughts and consequently our lives. Her quantum biofeedback technique is one way of doing this. To find out more, I encourage you to listen to the show by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more shows on healing our thoughts, begin by listening to our shows. Last year with Robin Braun on September 29th, Reverend Karen Fry on November 3rd, and Roger Houston on November 17th. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have wanted, uh, may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, commuting, exercising in the middle of the night, or when needing hope and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. How would your experience, your life, your thoughts be different if you knew that everything was happening to help you? What if you believe that all experiences are neutral rather than assigning judgment? What if you knew that everything in your life is happening in a loving way? This has been a difficult learning for me, but as I look back on this week, I see how well I've learned this lesson. It began Sunday when the squirrel decided to use my hummingbird feeder as his personal source of water. That was not acceptable to me. He was determined as squirrels are, but so was I. On Monday, I woke up ready to take strong action. I called the wild bird store to find a solution. It took true two trips to find the right deterrent. I was impressed that despite the rain and my challenges with anything involving tools, I put it together and got it in the ground quickly and easily. Another level of self-empowerment. As I'm writing this, I believe it was also showing me that bullies, even of the small animal variety, no longer have any power over me. And the final piece was someone on social media who was unusual 
usually active on my site to the point where it felt like I was being stalked. Although the thought crossed my mind that he might spread rumors about me if I didn't respond to all his messages, I chose not to let the thought stick in my head. I reminded myself that I am safe and easily remove abusers from my life. I responded professionally and firmly, and the incessant messaging stopped. Had I chosen to respond in fear, I would have gotten myself into extensive conversations that at the very least would have created stress for me and eaten up my time and energy. I also could have chosen to be upset, wonder why this was happening to me and create a lot of drama in my life, calling friends, complaining to anyone who would listen, being confused and fearful. That is no longer my life. These new experiences were just that, experiences. I dealt with them, let them go, and used my energy in a positive way on things of importance to me. The feeling of success added creative energy, and I pulled out my paints. It felt great. I also had to accept life as my children became independent. It's one of the hardest things we do as parents. In feeling the loss, we make room for our own life. I wrote this poem 16 years ago when my youngest child was ready to drive without me. The car key. So you're 16 and ready to go. Tired of hearing, I'm busy, find a ride. Tired of hearing, not yet, you're not ready. But mom, I'm ready. Honest, you said so, you did, you told me I'm safe. Please, just to school, you promised. Just to Michelle's, I'm good. Just to Becca's, please, please, please. Well, if not now, when? Mom, it has to be by May 12th. I'll have to help Simone. She can't possibly get ready for the prom without moi. Of course, what was I thinking? Well, I have some conditions before I say you're free. Are you listening? Yes, mother dear. Okay, here they are. First, sunglasses in the car, please. Second, cell phone, you only think you're free. Third, money, just in case. Fourth, a purse, be organized. Hey, mom, did I drive to the Arboretum? Can I please? I'm busy. Not now. I mean it. Well, okay, if dad agrees. Fifth, be nice to me or I'll delay your freedom. Can I drive alone to practice tomorrow? No. Oh, I I guess so. Sixth, call before you leave. Seventh, call when you get there. Eighth, before you start the car, check your seatbelt, mirrors, lights. Are you listening to me? Of course, mother dear. Let's see. Where was I? Ninth, responsibility goes with freedom. I had to preach once. Tenth, be careful. You're driving very precious cargo. No, I'm not ready for you to be free. You're too young. It's dangerous. You're my baby. But Passover is over. Your freedom is due. It's meant to be. So here it is. Here's your key. May God bless you and keep you safe now and always. Our guest today, Sandra Marinella, is an award-winning writing teacher and author of the story you need to tell. She has taught 
thousands of students and fellow educators and presented hundreds of workshops to veterans, teachers, writers, and cancer patients about writing our personal stories to heal, grow, and transform our lives. Sandra founded the Story You Need to Tell project, which provides workshops on the power of transformational storytelling and personal writing to increase well-being. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click Click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who had positive to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Learning to Think and Live Without Fear or to schedule one in your area. Go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sandra Marinella to discuss writing our personal stories to heal, grow, and transform our lives. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. 
Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what story you need to tell. I'm so pleased to welcome Sandra Marinella to discuss writing our personal stories to heal, grow, and transform our lives. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you, Dr. Joyce. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. I love your show. Well, thank you so much. And, and I love what you're doing. I think it's just so very important and powerful. Um, writing is an incredible tool. Um, so t- tell me how you got involved in this. I, I know that uh, um, uh, your personal experience with cancer led you on this path. Talk to us about that, please, and how it helped you. Well, I had been uh, a writing teacher both in high schools and in colleges for 30 years when in 2012 I learned that I had breast cancer. And no matter who you are, when you get a bad diagnosis, it's a shock. It's, it's traumatic. And you have quite a bit you have to go through. You have to juggle uh, the medical world in a way you've never had to juggle it before. You have to ask important questions and make important decisions about what's going to happen to your life. Your life is threatened. And, of course, that happened. I was um, definitely traumatized by this diagnosis. And I realized in the course of my treatment and going to my biopsies and going through a number of surgeries that I was indeed someone that was using my writing and had used my journals throughout my my life to pretty much navigate anything that was difficult for me. Um, actually, when I was healing, I think from my second surgery, I began to dig through my 27 journals and I realized the power of my personal writing showed up in my own life as well as in the life of my students for the 30 years that I taught. So I was fascinated, and I thought, I've I've got to do something. It just seemed like a a glimmer from the universe. It seemed like a gift that I was given. I was told that I needed to do something with this. So I began to research, and while I had known there were studies um, that prove that writing is a real powerful tool both therapeutically and transformationally, I I was shocked at um, how much research and data supported this. So I decided I needed to go to populations that really needed writing. And I started working with cancer patients at Virginia Piper Cancer Center in Phoenix. And some of them I worked with in groups and some I worked with privately and helped them write their books and their poems. And then um, I was so amazed at the outcome of this, I went downtown to the Veterans Center, and we all know how difficult um, the veteran story is in our culture right now. So I volunteered to work down there for three years with the veterans. And the stories I learned um, were absolutely overpowering. They were life-changing. 
And I felt an obligation, I think, to, to share those. And I'm still continuing that work in my project, the story you need to tell project. Well, and and I'm also thinking that the story that you just told is a story that I don't know if you need to tell so much as we need to hear or maybe both because what I also heard in there was that you made meaning out of your personal experience and took it to another level to helping other people, not just how it helped you, but to share that and help other people now heal. Oh, I, I think that's a really great insight, Paula. I felt very much in the process of going um, through my own cancer and in working um, with veterans and cancer patients that I was seeing that there is sort of a path to healing and that the writing can very much um, contribute, help us take um, our stories and take them from our right brain that's very upset and move them to our left brain where we can frame them and and make sense of them and then begin to move them forward. And as that happens, once once the emotional energy is not being um, taken out of you, sucked out of your life, in other words, you have have the power to understand your story, make sense of it. And that's, I think, when we hit um, story transformation, when we have the power to rewrite our story and decide um, we're going to choose the story's not going to own us. We're going to own the story, and we're going to choose um, how to write it and how to move it forward. And that became so important to me that I not be stuck in illness and stuck in my illness story. Uh, I wanted to be an individual that experienced cancer and move forward. And, and I'll add one other thing. When, when I was writing this book uh, and working with writing groups, I went to a writing group and I was confronted with the notion that maybe I hadn't completely told my story. And I I think it was true. I had to go back and I had framed the book with my cancer story, but I still was struggling with my own story and giving it out to the world. So it's not an easy task to find and, and give our stories out, but it is very definitely a healing task. Uh, absolutely, and I think that if we tell too much, if we expose too much too fast, that it can um, it, it double back on us and harm us. I think we have to go at the pace that is right for us. Absolutely. I, I always think of, of Ellie Weissel, the great author, um, who said after his concentration camp, experiences that it would be at least 10 years before he could write about them, and yet he did. He, he did take his time, but eventually he broke his silence and gave us uh, a body of literature that helps us to cope with and understand what happened in the concentration camps. But, but your point about time is, is so, so valuable because I needed time um, to get comfortable with my own story. Uh, when you discover you have cancer, you don't go on Facebook and announce it to the world. I mean, you just, it's, it's a hard reality. It's a new reality. It's a new story in your life, and you have to adapt that story. So I really do a lot of, when I do training, I talk a lot about that period when you really need silence and you really need time for your mind to adapt to the shock 
and the trauma uh, of a new story that has to be um, fitted into your life. You have to, to work it into your life in a new way. Uh, yes, and I think sometimes I think there's also a difference between personal writing that is um, just for ourselves and writing that we share with others. And so we may be ready to write it for ourselves before we're ready to read it and share with other people. Absolutely, I think expressive writing in in my research. I found it so interesting because often we associate expressive writing with journal writing, and I think it's true that that's a logical point to start, to to put your emotions and what you're facing on the pages of a journal or on a computer, however you choose to do it. I mean, I've been in hotels when I've, you know, scrapped it out on little brochures that I could find, but I think you you um, obviously... Um, can tell your expressive writing through a journal, um, but I've known other writers who who need to tell that story, need to slowly reveal that story through poems, um, through scripts, through novels, through short stories. As a matter of fact, when I taught creative writing at the college, it was fascinating to me. I, I was at an online college here in Phoenix, and it was fascinating to me that so many students came to me and they wanted to reveal their very personal stories in their short stories or the novel they were writing, but they were also not wanting you to know them. I mean, their online identity was hiding them, and they still had this expressive writing that they needed to do. So there are so many ways of doing expressive writing and giving it out to the world. And I think, yes, just writing for yourself to find your story is a very, very noble cause. I did not start out wanting to write a book for publication. I wanted to explore what I was learning. I was curious. I wanted to understand the power that this personal writing could have in our lives. And it really was a very long five-year process of writing and interviewing and talking with people before um, I, I realized it probably midway that this was going to turn into a book for publication because I was so moved by other stories that I felt needed to be published and and needed to be given out. So just writing for yourself, just sharing your personal thoughts, it's a it's a healing avenue and it's a transformational avenue that should be pursued. So I encourage everyone uh, in their own way, and there are many ways to write um, to pursue their own their own path. Uh, Exactly, and sometimes it can be through somebody else's formal process or it can just be through our, like you say, scraps of paper or thoughts that come to us in the middle of the night uh, or or when we first wake up in the morning or, or whatever, that there's no right or wrong way to do it, that whatever is right for us is right. Right, right. And the benefits are so profound when you do this. And, and so many people come to me and say, well, I'm not a writer. For example, I had a, a veteran come to me uh, early in the process when I said, has anybody used writing when they were at war? And I had a young uh, veteran um, from Glendale, Arizona, who immediately wrote to me and said, we need to talk. And he wanted to share the story that he really was not a writer and he couldn't write. And he was not someone 
who planned on writing, but when he went to war in Afghanistan, his wife placed a small green journal in his backpack and said, you might need this. And his name is Matthew Goldston, and he's become a very dear friend of mine because I was so moved by his story that he took this journal into war, and slowly, as the firefights began, and as Matthew had to face um, the death of a very dear friend who was shot in a firefight right by him, um, he told me I had to start using that journal. I was expected as a tough man to buck up and be all these things, and my emotions were overwhelming, and it was, it was the most difficult experience I'd ever had. So he began to just scratch out small lines, make lists, um, draw pictures, um, not even always write in words, but he said, I cannot tell you how it helped me survive this. And now that he's returned and um, has faced his struggle with PTSD, the difficulties of adjusting to all the, the deaths and injuries that he saw in Afghanistan, it's really beautiful because he's given me this small green journal where he outlined um, you know, how he coped, how he managed in all kinds of simple ways. I mean, writing doesn't have to be um, Virginia Woolf or William Shakespeare. It can be lists. It can be, um, you know, just throwing our thoughts out there and then beginning to make sense of them for the reflection part for me is really what's so valuable in any of our expressive writing. Yes, what you're saying is so important, and sometimes it's a combination of even stick figures and words. It doesn't, or even sometimes scribbling, it doesn't necessarily have to be what we think of as structured um, or meaningful. It can just be, uh, like you say, lists or random thoughts or random words, um, what's the association, you know, where where right. you just let thoughts go through you. Right, right. Years ago, I had a friend um, drag me to a, a Picasso retrospective in New York, and I, I remember just being absolutely stunned as we walked through that retrospective of his life that he had, particularly as a child, he had, he had scribbled out all kinds of ideas and images on napkins and little pieces of paper, little scripts of paper. And really, he was charting out his life on these little scraps of paper. And I, I later read that uh, Albert Einstein, of course, used a journal, and he was mostly jotting ideas and mostly jotting down um, his theories, his, you know, playing with them and how they would work and how they would play out. So I think we have to open ourselves up to writing, not just being... Um, elegant prose or poetry. Uh, it can be, and some of it will turn into that if you're that type of writer. But I think by, by taking what's in our mind, neuroscience has taught us that by taking what is inside our mind and actually putting it on paper, that we have the power um, to reflect on ourselves. And I think um, you said earlier in the program that we all have choices, but we can make can't make the best choice unless we know what those choices are. So our writing gives us that power when we scratch out our ideas and we come back and we can look at things that have come out of perhaps our right brain, we can look at them with our more logical side, the left brain, and we can begin to sort through them and begin to see 
um, some thoughts that will help us make good choices. Exactly, and I and I love what you said. We don't always know what we're writing. Uh, I also used to be a writing teacher, and I'm sure you use this process of well as well of just setting a timer and like writing for ten minutes or five minutes or three minutes, just without stopping. And I'm always amazed when I go back and and read it that, oh, I wrote that. I mean, I didn't even know what I was writing. Yes. Yes. I've I've particularly seen this time and time again in my veterans groups and my cancer groups. Um, They oftentimes have had these deep hidden stories inside. And when you set the timer and say, let's write about a challenge you've faced, and they begin to write and they become immersed in it, and at the end of that time, if they choose to talk about it, of course, you don't have to talk about it, but but in our support groups, those who choose to talk about it often share stories that are just uh, overwhelming. And perhaps, uh, for example, in in a cancer group one time, I had a young woman talking to me about sexual abuse from long, long ago, and she said, this has always bothered me. It's always been there, and I, I've ignored it. I've pretended it's not there, and this was clearly um, something that now that I've put it on paper, I realize I have to address it. I have to get this story over with. I have to discard it and not let it um, traumatize me as it has. Exactly. Beautiful. And we're, this is a good time to take a break and then we'll come back and talk more about the power of writing our stories to help ourselves heal and grow and transform. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Up Life uplift your life nourishment of the spirit while you're listening to the commercials click on the link to sign up for my newsletter you'll receive information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving process which also uses crayons and and writing um, and will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul your true self your hidden inner wisdom and hidden wisdom healing at deeper levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down how you're going to begin telling the story that you need to tell. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sandra Marinella to discuss more about writing our personal stories to heal, grow, and transform. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to begin to tell the story you need to tell. And I'm so glad we're here with Sandra Marinella to discuss more about writing our personal stories to heal, grow, and transform our lives. Um, Sandra, this is so powerful. And as I was telling you on the break, I have been wanting to have someone talk on this topic for, um, well, since I started the show over three years ago. And so I'm so grateful you're here. And with such important information and beautiful stories to share of people of the power that this has had in people's lives to help them release severe pain and loss and, um, and trauma. Yes, yes. Yes, um, I'd, I'd love to share another story. Um, Please. I, I had um, at the Veterans Administration where I worked, one of the most powerful stories I share in the book is a story of a beautiful woman, Barbara Lee. And she was a poet who was coming to our group, and she only wrote poems. And they were metaphorical, and they were hard to understand or digest. And she had been coming um, for quite some time. She'd been assigned to our group, as all, all of the writers really in the veterans group were assigned, because they struggled with PTSD. And Barbara Lee came and, and always seemed a bit angry and on edge, and it took a very long time, I think, before she trusted the group enough to begin sharing a stories of poems that talked about uh, a very difficult personal experience that she had never revealed before. Um, for example, one, I think the very first poem was called Emotional Autopsy. And I put it in the book, and it's, it's a beautiful story, but it's a story of a woman who has been sexually abused or raped, you're, you're, un, you're not really certain, but the imagery in the poem gives it away. And her, she's dead. She's been probably murdered and tossed aside and left in uh, an autopsy room. So it's a horrific, horrific poem with this, this metaphor of this um, dead body. And other poems that followed this up in coming weeks uh, were just as distraught and difficult. Um, the next one, I think, was Wasted Potential, and it was a story of a person who felt they were uh, an avocado that had fallen from a tree, and they were on the ground, and they were rotting. 
And it, it took some time before I was able to turn to her in group. And, and with the help of some of the other veterans, I, I was not the only one with this insight. We said, Barbara, we think you're talking about sexual abuse here. We think we're talk- you're talking about a traumatic experience. And this didn't happen overnight. This was definitely over the course of several months that Barbara slowly and very carefully revealed to us that she had, over two decades ago, um, been brutally raped by a fellow serviceman when she was overseas in the service. And she had been unable to tell anybody. She had buried this story inside. She had blamed herself. She had gone through counseling. She had even become a counselor and had to leave the job of counseling as a traumatized woman because she had not told her own story, had not faced it. So eventually, as she let go of this, in group, we were so privileged because we watched this woman come into her own, and her poems changed, and uh, I think um, the poem I put in the book that shows that she went through transformation, a beautiful transformation, um, is The Measure of a Woman. There's a beautiful poem in the book called The Measure of a Woman, and uh, she... um, I've had her, when I, when I speak publicly, I've had her come and perform that poem because it's so overwhelming to have watched her through her writing to have released this terrible story that had really taken up so much terrible energy from her life for so many years. And then she was free, and she had walked forward and, and redefined herself, and she is a poet now. I mean, she returned to school to study writing, and um, she often performs with me, and I, I can't tell you what, what a gift it is to have her in my life. So how does someone with such a horrific story rewrite that story? How did she change it into something that gave her a positive way to move forward? How do you rewrite that story into a positive one? There are, there are so many writing prompts and so many strategies that I have developed, I think, through the years in working. Um, even, even when I taught high school, um, I think the counselors at the high school would laugh. Um, many of them were at my book launch um, about a month ago because they were saying, oh, the path between your classroom and our classroom was just worn thin <laughs> because we knew <laughs> through writing that, you know, you would find the problems, and, and, and students would find their way to us. Um, but, yes, I think there are a number of things you can do, and free writing um, helps people to release um, things they didn't know. Um, I think breaking our silence is, is often done well through um, either structured writing prompts or free writing when you are ready, of course, not when you're still traumatized. Um, I work often with... Um, Writers on getting unstuck, on actually using exercises that help them see, uh, help them interpret what they're saying, and help them look at the other way of saying it, the other ways of viewing it, and moving the story in a different direction. And, and one of the great exercises, I think, for all of us is embracing other perspectives, always trying to understand a story from another perspective. I had... I had a, a young man who had been to the Iraq War, <clears throat> excuse me, and his story was really, really stuck on his boss and how horrible his boss was. And after a while, I insisted he write the story from the viewpoint of his boss. And he was shocked at how everything changed when he could understand this man who he'd gone to war with and thought he hated, but when he saw what 
this man was dealing with, um, it, it totally changed his story. So I think by changing perspectives, uh, and then we can consciously story edit. Um, we can begin to, to write in the possibilities. One of my favorite exercises is called possibilities, where we can begin to explore how this story could play out, what story we want to write with our life, not what story we have written. And I have some, I think, some wonderful examples of that um, in the story you need to tell. Do, do people also look at what they gained maybe in terms of learning compassion or empathy or, um, or, or self-love for having made it through and being able to let it go? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Paula. I think uh, it's, it's, I always find it so helpful to teach little bits of the research, not too much. But the neuroscience and the research is so overpowering in showing us how important learning to love ourselves can be in learning to um, use gratitude. Gratitude is absolutely one of my favorite exercises with my students when they tell me the world looks black. I suggest getting up in the morning and spending five minutes writing about what you're thankful for because it totally changes the mindset. It's very, very difficult to feel black when you realize all the gifts that you do have. So I, I absolutely agree with you that, that, that gratitude, compassion, love, um, they're so much a part of who we should be. And working them into our lives and into our writing um, is it, definitely an exercise that we should all embrace. Yes, and I, I love to hear you talking about it, and, and I'll just add that it was one of the ways that I turned my life around, because I've often said on the show, my glass was empty, it wasn't even half full, <laughs> <laughs> and I would wake up every morning um, just to get out of bed, I would have to list for myself, I can breathe, I can walk, I can <laughs> I have food on the table. Um, yes, and, yes. and so, and then yes. to be able to even laugh at ourselves, to laugh about it. Yes, that's that's so wonderful. I I often think um, that writing is just a positive meditation, and and the laughter is so important. I'm I'm glad that you you brought that up. It's an important part of our positive meditations. We should be able to embrace the joy that we find in this life and live it. Exactly, and it's always there, but if we're focusing on what we don't like, we can't see the joy because, oh, you know, we're looking right Right. instead of left. Right, right. The cloud is in the way. That's, That's so true. That is so true. Yes, and so I I think the processes that you talk about help us remove the cloud and see, uh, remove the veil, see the truth, see reality, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. revel in the joy of being alive. Yes, I I do think I saw over and over um, in the groups that I worked with that if you got stuck, if you got stuck in that negative um, mental loop, and you were repeating a bad story over and over and over again, you were right. You were, um, you were on this path that could go nowhere. It was totally clouded. But once you began rewriting that path and choosing to see the light 
and choosing to see your way through the forest and choosing to make meaning of a bad story. Oh, just the cloud lifts, the joy comes in, um, the compassion, you're, you're grateful. And again, I'll return to my example of Barbara Lee, the veteran. Wow, the way she's living now, every time I see her, I'm just, I'm just so happy because her whole demeanor is so different. And the joy with which she embraces being a writer is so beautiful. Um, it's, it's wonderful when we can experience our compassion and our joy and our humor. Yes, and often, um, and and we're at um, just a, a, a half a minute or so away from ending this portion of the show before I close with my audience, but as you begin to see the gifts like her writing that came out of the trauma, that she discovered parts of herself that she may not have discovered otherwise. Right. Oh, yes. She was totally transformed. I. I, I really think the most important thing um, that came to me in the writing of the story you need to tell was the process of story transformation, that we do have the power to take that bad story and change it in our lives and make our lives infinitely better. Beautiful. And thank you for spreading the word and for being on the show and helping us see the power that we have to make better choices through telling our stories, and through healing. Thank you so much, Sandra. Thank you so much. I've, I've completely enjoyed this. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. And you can find more on www.storyyoutell.com. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Sandra's book and go to my store to purchase my ebook. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse. 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Finding the Silver Linings, the I'm Awakening and the Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature. Work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Then click on the link to register for learning to think and live without fear or schedule one in your area. If you live in Dallas, I invite invite you to experience my meetup group. Click on the link on this page for my ultimate creative problem-solving problem process. Please join us next Thursday right here when Steve Taylor will help us demystify enlightenment. June 21, when Eric Mizell will discuss overcoming your difficult family. June 28, when Jennifer Gale will talk about healing through astrology, geometry, and sound. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved.
all is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.